0: Hello everyone, and thank you for joining me on today's episode of Everything Star Wars. For today's and next week's fun fact, I will be going over the second draft of the original Star Wars movie. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Adventures of the Starkiller, second draft, January 28th, 1975. A tiny silver spacecraft races from behind one of the lifeless Utapal moons. The small rebel spacefighter is being chased by four giant Imperial Star Destroyers. Hundreds of deadly laser bolts streak from the Imperial warships as they dive on the smaller craft. The rebel spacefighter is boarded by Imperial troops. There are explosions and laser sword fights, but the ship's captain, Deke Starkiller, a young Jedi, manages to send R2 units down to the surface to find his brother Luke and give him a message. Deke is too agile for the stormtroopers, and then... Adventures of the Star Killer, second draft, January 28th, 1975. For an eerie moment, all is deathly quiet as a huge, darker figure appears in the sub-hallway. The remaining stormtroopers bow low towards the doorway. An awesome, seven-foot black knight of the Sith makes his way into the blinding light of the cockpit area. This is Lord Darth Vader, right hand to the Master of the Sith. His sinister face is partially obscured by his flowing black robes and grotesque breath mask, which are in sharp contrast to the fascist white armored suits of the Imperial stormtroopers. The troops instinctively back away from the imposing warrior. After Deke is subdued, Vader and an Imperial commander believe Deke to be the son of the Star Killer, the son of the Suns, and that's Suns spelled S-U-N-S the last of the Starkiller line, whom the Seers have said would bring down the Empire. On the edge of the Dune Sea on Utapau, the droids are captured by a dwarf-like scavengers, Jawas, and held in their giant sandcrawler, but escape to track down the Lars homestead in search of Luke Starkiller, known as the Skywalker. Deke's recorded message Projected by R2-D2, tells Luke to take the kyber crystal their father on to their father on o- Ogana Major, and warns that the Empire has a new powerful weapon. Before Luke leaves on his quest, he explains the meaning and history of the Force of Others to his two younger brothers, twins Biggs and Windy and now this is pretty critical and really interesting because this nothing like this happens in the first movie we do get some from obi-wan or ben kenobi talking to luke about it but this is much more in depth and it's a really interesting story which does of course differ as you'll see from what really happened in canon but this is a definitely very intriguing alternate timeline that might have happened luke In another time, long before the Empire and before the Republic had been formed, a holy man, called the Skywalker, became aware of a powerful energy field which he believed influenced the destiny of all living creatures. Biggs, the force of others. Luke, yes. And after much study, he was able to know the force, and it communicated with him. He came to see things in a new way. His aura and powers grew very strong. The Skywalker brought a new life to the people of his system and became one of the founders of the Republic Galactica. Windy. the force of others talked to him, Luke, in a manner different from the way we talk, as you know, the force of others had two halves: Ashla the good and Bogan, the paraforce or evil part. Fortunately, Skywalker came to know the good half and was able to resist the paraforce. But he realized that if he taught others the way of the Ashla, some, with lesser strength, might come to know Bogan, the dark side, and bring unthinkable suffering to the universe. For this reason, the Skywalker entrusted the secret of the Force only to twelve children. Note twelve, that's the number of council members on the Jedi Council, just interesting parallel. And they, in turn, passed on the knowledge only to their children who became known as the jedi bendu of the ashla the servants of the force for thousands of years they brought peace and justice to the galaxy at one time there were several hundred jedi families but now there are only two or three windy what happened to them luke As the Republic spread throughout the galaxy, encompassing over a million worlds, the Great Senate grew to such overwhelming proportions that it no longer responded to the needs of its citizens. After a series of assassinations and elaborately rigged elections, the Great Senate became secretly controlled by the power and transport guilds. When the Jedi discovered the conspiracy and attempted to purge the Senate, they were denounced as traitors. Several Jedi allowed themselves to be tried, and executed but most of them fled into the outland systems and tried to tell people of the conspiracy but the elders chose to remain behind and the great senate diverted them by creating civil disorder the senate secretly instigated race wars and aided anti-government terrorists they slowed down the systems of justice which caused the crime rate to rise to the point where a totally controlled and oppressive police state was welcomed by the systems the empire was born the systems were exploited by a new economic policy which raised the cost of power and transport to unbelievable heights many worlds were destroyed this way many people starved biggs why didn't the force of others help the jedi to put things right luke because a terrible thing happened During one of his lessons, a young Padawan Jedi, a boy named Darklighter, came to know the evil half of the Force, and fell victim to the spell of the dreaded Bogan. He ran away from his instructor, and taught the evil ways of the Bogan Force to a clan of Sith pirates, who then spread untold misery throughout the systems. They became the personal bodyguards of the Emperor. The Jedi were hunted down by these deadly Sith Knights. With every Jedi death, contact with the Ashla grows weaker, and the force of the Bogan grows more powerful. And that is where I'll stop today. I will finish up Luke's conversation and what happens after that next week. So make sure to tune in. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I really like these fun facts, and this one is just a really cool behind-the-scenes thing that shows what George Lucas was thinking before The New Hope as we know it. So thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed my episode, make sure to email me. Let me know what you thought. My email, which is in the podcast description and in the episode description. So until next time, may the Force be with you.